0: Seeker
1: and or its affiliates are not responsible for any strange phenomena that may occur during or after listening to this podcast which may include the following heightened senses of awareness psychic abilities UFO sightings alien contact time loss
2: out-of-body experiences, ringing in the ears, ESP, lucid dreaming, increased synchronicities, astral projection, telepathy, stronger intuition, levitation,
0: miraculous healings, and or remote viewing. Please be advised to listen at your
1: own discretion. You come, come and take me to the Truth Seeker Podcast. Cargos, psychics, everything's ungodly, dark sadditch. Streaming live at truthseeker.com.
2: She's not a Christian.
1: Give it up, y'all. Your portal
0: to the paranormal, esoteric, and all things spiritual. She's tampering in dark sadditch stuff.
1: And now, your host, Truth Seeker. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? I'm your host, Truth Seeker. This is the Truth Seeker podcast i'm excited delighted to be with you guys as always for episode number 401 we just hit 400 episodes yesterday I had my friend brian head welch on was an amazing talk if you haven't heard that episode make sure you go back and listen to it great talk so uh man consistency is key with anything that you're doing man I'm i'm just honored to be here and to keep doing what i love and so Shout out to everybody who has partnered with me in this vision to help bring it to the masses. This is a listener supported, listener funded show and it doesn't exist without your help. So I want to say a huge thank you to everybody who's been there since day one, uh, supporting on Patreon financially, sharing out the videos and the website and links and just being a part of what we got going on here, man. There's so many moving parts of, of this platform. And so I just want to say a huge thank you to all the supporters across the board uh specifically some of the uh guys who just came on this last week or so we got some new patrons i want to give a shout out to alicia kamal thank you alicia for coming on outlaw13 thank you my friend and cuba zach what up man thank you guys for believing in the work coming on partnering with it um if you'd like to support go to patreon.com backslash truth there you get access to my entire discography of music our Thursday night School of the Mystics, which is the community aspect to what we're building here, and a bunch of other really cool stuff. Make sure you check that out. Also, the other uh, mystical platform that we've been building, well, we got a lot of different creators who have come together to create videos, original programs. Um, you Pretty much every night of the week, we have different stuff going on where it's dealing with breath work, prayer, meditation, all of that good stuff, And so, uh, which is the Mystic Circle Platform. So you can go to TheMysticCircle.net, check that out. You get access there to uh, my Thursday night School of the Mystics as well. We also, I lead a Sunday morning breathwork session, which has been a Christocentric uh, breathwork uh, that we do every Sunday morning, which has been amazing. So uh, if you're looking to go above and beyond, man, and, and tap in with some of the stuff, make sure you check it out. We actually have our first webinar coming up this Friday, the 26th, with Miss D. Wallace. She is the mom from E.T. and she was in Critters and um, all types of uh, 80s horror movies, Cujo, a bunch of really cool stuff. And she's one of the scream uh, queens from the 80s and 90s. So uh, she's going to be doing a channeling and doing a session with us. She's really powerful, gifted at what she does. Uh, That'll be this Friday. You get access to that by being a member of the Mystic Circle. Next month, we're going to have Jill Mattson on. I'm already talking to her about coming on and doing uh, a session with us on sound healing and energy healing. It's going to be really good. TheMysticCircle.net. I just produced a full documentary that's on there that you get access to as well. Go check it out. You can start a seven-day free trial, TheMysticCircle.net. Without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into today's discussion. My guest today is Sarah. Adams, Sarah, welcome to the True Seeker podcast, my friend. How are you?
2: I'm doing amazing. And thank you for having me on. I'm excited. There's a lot of amazing, interesting things that I want to talk about today with you.
1: Heck yeah. And I'm I'm looking to go down those, those rabbit holes with you. I love your work, <laughs> what you bring to the table. I've watched you on Gaia. I've watched you in a beautiful interview with a good friend of mine. Um, Kevin Moore with the Moore Show, which was a beautiful talk. So uh, I love what you do, what you have, uh, what you bring to the table. So let's let's get into it. So for those people who don't know who you are, they're new to your work. Just kind of give a quick overview who who you are, what you bring to the table. We'll start there.
2: So you know, this all started as a child, um, and it actually started on Mars. As crazy as that sounds. I remember living on Mars and I remember a cataclysm happening. I also remember traveling through different timelines until I got to this timeline and incarnated in a human physical body. So as a child, I was experienced speaking to angels, speaking to ETs. Um, they would bring me up in their ships. They would work with me and they would help guide me along my earth journey. So I'm quite a bit <laughs> different and i've been open and blunt and um with that to the public because for me you know i feel that they bring so many messages of healing to the planet of, and of self-empowerment and us stepping into christ consciousness so even though that i really don't like being a public speaker <laughs> and that's the truth i still do it because these messages are so important for humanity so, I have devoted my life to getting those messages across to the masses out there. Um, and, you know, I guess I've, I've been called a lot of different names. I've been called a witch, a goddess, an alien. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for me, it's that I have had many incarnations and taken on many forms, but I am the divine embodied. And I've realized this that I'm, I'm God. And that's, that's my journey.
1: Wow. Um, I love going back to the uh, genesis of everything, of how people got started yes. on their spiritual journey and their <laughs> spiritual path. And so when we're talking about you know the childhood stuff, that's the stuff I like because I mean I was having crazy experiences as well, and I think that's what prepared me to uh, look into spirituality, to look into uh, movies and documentaries and read books and things like that because of having those experiences as a kid, what were some of the the earliest experiences with, uh, you know, beings coming into your room or people talk about alien abductions or, or even being contactees and things like that. Did you have those experiences when you were really young?
2: I did. So I was always finding myself in ships with hybrid children and they would, I would telepathically speak to the ETs and to the hybrid children. And they were saying that a lot of the hybrid children were having issues here on this planet. And the reason that they had brought the hybrid children in, in was to um, to bring in these ancient DNA codes that humanity had lost and the hybrid children have those lit up within them. And this was going to help out with the ascension of consciousness on this planet. But they were saying that these hybrid children, they're so sensitive to energy. They're so sensitive to, to the emotions Of the mothers. And so they would take them into the ships to nurture them and fill them with fill them with the frequencies that they needed that they weren't getting from their mothers, their fathers, their family here on this planet. Um, So I was taken up as a child and I was given those. Yeah, I was given those energies, um, those frequencies, and they made sure that, you know, my body was okay, that everything was, was working well. And they also just guided me with a lot of things. They, they told me, you know, that there's a war on consciousness happening, there's disembodied spirits, there's angry spirits, there's lost spirits, there's entities from lower realms. And uh, when I would get overwhelmed, because I was tapping into everything, they would bring me up the ship and help to just clear everything and guide me on my journey. So it started very young.
1: Wow, that's an interesting connection that I'm making there. um, Because just what what you said that like, children who have been neglected by their parents, you like have another family, like almost they look for for kids who are hurting or who need help. Mm -hmm. And they would, you know, be a friend to you or be a parent to you. That is really an interesting connection that I'm drawing there from these experiences with off-world entities or the angels, whatever you want to call them. I think they go by many names, right?
2: Yes. And I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this, but that's another thing that they expressed to me. They said a lot of the children here were not getting the love they needed. And this is a problem because without love, people will turn savage. They'll kill each other. They'll harm each other and hurt each other. So they were actually taking a lot of children into the ships to give them the love that they needed to help keep that love frequency on the planet. And they're still doing that to this day. And they've expressed to me, you know, they have such deep love for humanity's children and they do what they can to just take them up in the ships and give them the love that they need and give them those nurturing energies. I do believe, you know, looking five, 10 years ago, our planet, people are becoming more awakened. I've noticed that, you know, here in the United States, there's a lot more organic stores. People are really starting to wake up to spirituality, to 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 the realms of the spirit, to being healthier. So I do feel that that's helping with this this awakening on this planet is the work that the ets are doing and they're working hard to do this because there's so many things trying to block them out and we'll get into that later on this show but they're they're facing a lot of blockages themselves and a lot of blocks that are trying to prevent them from actually helping out humanity
1: do you think that um some of those children like yourself or other Children who have experienced some of this stuff that they were marked before birth to come into the planet to heal. Um, with that being said, and what about people who weren't? Can you make contact and say, kind of like, "Here I am. I want to be a vessel of love and light, and I want to make contact and be used for the greater good." Is uh, is both of those scenarios happening?
2: Both are are happening. In my case, I chose to come here, so I have my I have full memory about uh, back about two billion years. So I remember living on different planets, um, living in different temples, um, living even out of a body. You know, sometimes I would just stay in other realms and not come into a body. And I chose to come to this planet to channel this information to humanity. Also, another one of my missions was to help Um, The souls of those who passed during wars, um, the suppression that happened on this planet, because they don't have the light to send. So they get stuck down here and they're disembodied spirits that are sad, upset, angry. And so what I do is I go, I literally, as much as I do healing work on people, I do healing work on the souls of those who passed And I clear everything and I give them the love that they need and they send it to the light. So there's and there's billions, you know, from all the wars and stuff. So that's a big part of my job here on this planet. So I chose to come down here and do this mission. Um, So I've always had that contact with, um, you know, this morning. It's funny. I woke up and I was thinking about how people talk about one council. There are d- over 200 different ET races visiting this planet and there are many different councils. So there's different levels of councils. And then the top council of that above them, all that they um, listen to is the council, the spirits, um, because the spirits are complete god source energy so that's the council that they let that all the ets and there's many different beings that when they sit in that's the main councils the council spirits um but you know for a normal what you would consider human being there for me there are really no human beings there are only people who have forgotten who they are Mm -hmm. that they've lived on different planets that they've been some of them come from different realms different universes And they got caught in a karmic loop, a karmic cycle here on this planet until they're simply just living the 3D life and they're not connected to their spirit, which when you connect to your spirit, it connects you to the realms of the spirits and to the supernatural. So for me, it's just that a lot of people, you know, when I talk about living on Mars and stuff, I remember that a lot of the beings, when there was the cataclysms there on Venus and stuff, everybody came to planet Earth. And this was the latest, the human body was the latest creation. So then they came into the human body, but that doesn't mean they were born on this planet. Their souls were, came, um, they, they came together somewhere else, and then they came onto the planet and got caught in the karmic loop. And right now, I feel like on this planet, we're clearing those levels and layers off so that we can remember who we are and that we've had many past lifetimes. And we haven't only just been platian or Arcturian. We've been sometimes Pleiadian, Arcturian, aquatic, these different um, bodies. And above that, we're, we're God God energy. We're the soul. We, 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 we can go into these different carnations as ETs or humans and put on the body like we do clothing, but above all that, we're God's source. We're, we're, we're energy. We're, we're spirit.
1: Wow. Um. When it comes to space, UFOs, aliens, and just those, those terms, right. You're saying that there's like over 200 different races out there that are yeah. visiting um, yes. earth. Um, so I feel like from my research and from my study and my experiences, I feel like there is a spiritual level um, of ascension that you have to have to take your place amongst the stars. I would say that. So when yes. it comes to good and bad ETs, is that such a thing? Are there wars going on out there? Mm-hmm. Are they you know, <laughs> malicious entities that are flying in spaceships that want to harm humans? Is that going on too? Or is there, a, is there a level of spiritual ascension that you have to have to take your place amongst the stars?
2: There is a level of ascension that you have to have to take your place among the stars. And, you know, that's a good, that's good that you brought that up because the other day, I was when I was interacting with some ETs, they were expressing to me how, you know, they have these abilities, these godlike powers. And they only get them because they're in alignment with God's source energy. And if they use those for doing negativity, that would be removed from them. But there is a war going on between the ETs and what I call the um the archonic spirits. These are disembodied spirits who they have Okay. So there's this karmic um, imbalance that goes on. So let's say you chosen five lifetimes just to be a murderer and you didn't want to change. Then there's this higher order that says you were in a body five times. You refuse to change. You're causing harm to yourself and others. You're not allowed a body. So you cannot reincarnate in a body. So this happens. And so there's these spirits that have fallen from the light and they're the ones who are causing issues. Um, and there's battling the ETs. One time I was summoned into an ET ship where this um, energy and the ones who, uh, you might call it the demiurge, and it does exist. I've encountered it a couple of times. The, it was taken over the ETs. Part of, It had taken over some of the ETs in the ship they summoned me in and they were like, we don't want to, um, you know, we don't want to destroy our comrades. They're they've been overtaken by this force. And can you help us clear them? So I went in and I, I, I threw this force field that cleared that, that those spirits and that energy out of their comrades to help them so that they could be okay. And they were expressing to me that earth basically is a dangerous place right now because of the fact that there is there's portals that have been opened up through occult magic, through dark occult magic to the lower realms where these spirits are closed in because these spirits are dangerous. They're dangerous to all life. They absorb energy. They're dangerous. So basically they have got out and they're affecting the entire planet. They're affecting humanity. And not only that, they're also affecting anything that comes close to the earth because it's completely in the magnetic field and everything. So sometimes they have issues, their ships have issues um, with this force trying to invade the whole ship. So I at times helped them to clear this out. And they were telling me also, you know, and this goes back to Mars when the war started on Mars and they opened this portal that they weren't supposed to open. And this force came through. And of course that destroyed Mars. And these are my memories I have of this. It destroyed Mars and it went throughout the planets, which were all inhabited, and uh, the one of the main main gates is in the Arctic. By bi- Arctic, by the way, and that was frozen to cl- literally frozen to close that gate to keep that force from coming through because that's a direct gate up to Mars, and um, so this force. And I've been researching this myself you know, I found many different names for it. They call it the, the in Islam, they say it's the jinn. It was from a previous creation. Um, you know, then we have the uh, Gnostics. They say it's the Demiurge and the Archons. And so there's different, um, if you, you research in religion, there are remnants of truth about this force. My memory is living on Mars and we, I was traveling among the planets that they opened a portal that they, a, a portal to a previous creation. And this kind of lines up with what they talk about the djinn um, being from a previous creation. Mm-hmm. Also, I know Scientology, which of course is, is very messed up, but there's some truth in it mm-hmm. because one day I had Elron Ron Hubbard appear to me just once. And he said, listen, I, I know what happened. There was a previous creation that lost its light and it's pulling on the light from this creation. So that was an intre- interesting, experience, but." they were opening portals and stuff on Mars and on different planets. They, they had this group of priests and priestesses. They would open portals to the higher realms. They would open portals to other dimensions and they were going in and out of their bodies. They were really multidimensional. They were highly evolved. And just like we send astronauts to the moon, they were sending, um, they would open these portals, they would send their ambassadors. So they, they, they were, they were had treaties with otherworldly beings, with interdimensional beings, everything was flowing and there was a portal. And we said not to, Oh, I was one of the few who said, don't open this portal. So we had remote viewers that would look behind, um, behind the portal and would say whether we should open it or not. They opened the portal. And that's when this force came through. And then of course we were, I was, Told to evacuate and to travel among the timelines till we could find out how to master this force. And yeah, it's, 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 it's been a very long experience, but I I know in this timeline is when humanity will step into their God consciousness. And you have all the angels, the ETs, many different beings. The giants exist, um, and they're they're there helping humanity as much as they can so that humanity can step into their God consciousness and put tell this force to go and push it back and master it rather than being mastered by it because it is feeding off the planet. It is feeding off the masses and it could, can only feed off of them because we have karma. We have um, this dense karma. So it's drawn to that dense karma. It's drawn to everything that's unhealed within, our, within. So it's drawn. Once we clear that, this force has no power and we can tell it to go back to this realm.
1: Can you talk a little bit about um, telepathy and how that works—is um, it hearing voices? Is it—is it receiving pictures? What does that look and feel like? And, and when does it happen? Is it does it come through dreams or throughout the day? How how does that look for you?
2: So telepathy—you know—I was speaking light language a night ago um, to a ET ship that was stationed above me, positioned above me, above my house that sent a beam of light and then they were speaking light language um she was speaking light language the et to me um telepathically so i could hear the light language and i was speaking it back to her um telepathically during that time yes we send images we send emotions we send feelings we send sensations um we send almost like small movie reels so that means like we can put everything in a st- it's like a small movie reel and then so instantly you see like this this play out and it's a couple seconds long um so that's some of the ways that we communicate also through like we can light up like i'll get goosebumps when i'm telepathically speaking to other beings i'll completely get goosebumps over my body so i also get physical sensations
1: wow and that's how you kind of know when like uh an entity or an angel is, is present because you, you feel the goosebump or they want to communicate kind of thing.
2: I can literally hear them in my head. And often I see them because I'm able to see in the realms of spirits. So I can see them and I'm aware of their presence. I see them and we telepathically speak.
1: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. I've, uh, I've had some experiences like that and, uh, it's pretty, pretty profound. Like you said, just having the, the, the ship above yeah. you now, was you, was you physically <laughs> able to see it or was it like intuitively you knew that they were above your house?
2: So, okay. Both. A lot of times I'm able to physically see them. I can summon them. So I can summon the ships. I actually have a very well, very, like it went viral. It was all over the news, A uh, ship, um, there's a ship and it's over the ocean and I'm talking to it. And I'm like, are you the chariots that the Bible talks about the return of the chariots? And I I'm telling it light up a light. If it, this yeah. happened, if that's true and it lights up its lights. Mm-hmm. So, and I did that on a live video on my Facebook some years ago when I was in Baja. So um, I can physically summon them. And also I live in Sedona. It's rampant here. Everybody sees them. You don't even need any, um, night goggles—they just mm-hmm. you see them completely appear, sometimes you'll see five, six above um, where you're at. So it's something quite common.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, I've, I've had, haven't had the uh, chance to use night vision, but I'm 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 like you, you know, being able to to see them in the sky yeah, it and just, and just <laughs> ask, you know, we call it summon, but it's like, hey, I'm just asking for you to show up, and and they do, right? They they show up and let you know that you're not alone. And what does that do? Like the first time it happened. You know, what, what does that do for you spiritually, creatively, you know, just to know that you are eternal, that you're being watched over? Like, it, I feel like it does so much for you when you have an experience like that.
2: I like am in a state of calm and peace because it's like, oh, you know, life don't I know you have your your mission, but don't take life too seriously. It's an experience, mm-hmm. you know, be happy, have fun, do good and. Hey, everything's okay in the end. You know, no matter if you're having a hard day, it's okay in the end. So I always have that like eternal knowing that I have wow. all these beautiful spirits and ETs and everything by my side. So it's for me it's beautiful. I I wouldn't want to live any other way. It's and I feel that that's the thing with humanity. They think they're so alone and they've been through traumatic childhoods, they've been through trauma, they're suffering and they they feel so alone and you know that's why they need to reconnect to the realm of spirits and also to the ETS to understand that they're, they've never been alone. And it's, they have all of these, these beings who are there waiting for them to connect and who are willing to give them the love they did not give get as children and give them the, the healing and the nurturing that they need.
1: Um, how, how important is it for, for somebody to, uh, you know to make contact to know that they're not alone with uh whether it is you know the we call them angels some ets and uh, ascended masters and things like that to know that uh you know to make connection like because you're being taught from the other side kind of thing whether it's jesus or mary or whoever i mean there's so many like how how important is it for somebody to try to make contact just to know that they're not alone
2: it's really important right now and this goes back into you know, and they've been stressing this to me for a while now for probably the last over, over a year, they are telling me, okay, one, the magnetic axis of the earth is off. Pollution has caused so much um, uh, chaos on an energetic level with our oceans, with our skies, um, you know, in nature, and that needs to be all healed and fixed. So they tell me, okay, Humanity needs to reconnect to the soul. When you reconnect to the soul, the spirit, then it can connect to the other spirits. So first we need to go within and connect to the soul, to the spirit. Then we can connect to the other spirits. And as we connect to our soul, which is God, we actually have superpowers as crazy as that sounds. And you go back to Christ and Christ had power over the elements because Christ realized that Christ, he was the spirit which is god embodied in a body and he came to that self-realization and realized he had immense power and every single person on this planet has that power within them but they have not had this realization so to save the planet to heal the planet to heal yourself you have to access the soul god within the spirit you will be able to connect to the other spirits and then that energy channeling through you You can literally tell the oceans to heal, the skies to heal pollution and help to heal this planet. So this is really important that people start connecting. It's really important because we have pollution. We have a lot of dense karma. Everything's imbalanced on the planet. It needs to go back into a state of balance. That's the only way that this planet will be okay. So they have told me this, that they really, really need humanity to reconnect.
1: Um this may be controversial it's kind of a a big question but do you feel that like um like the planet was going through this ascension this spiritual awakening all across the globe it's definitely happening um do you think that like like covid and everything that we we've, we've experienced lately has been so, like an attack to put a damper on this ascension process or to kind of discourage people and to push fear because we were ascending do you think that somebody's trying to keep us You know, as I want to say slaves or servants Mm -hmm. or, you know, not realizing our power. Do you do you think something like that's going on?
2: Yes. And I will tell you that all disease, all um, bacteria that's highly dangerous to the physical body and all disease comes back from that force, that force that I'm talking about. When something doesn't have light, it mutates. It um, completely uh, um, it sucks in light. It destroys. So, and this is, you know, I was on another podcast the other day trying to explain this quickly because I know it's extensive to explain. When this force came through on Mars, um, and it came through on, you know, through the, it was trying to come through the Arctic, and they, of course, closed that portal. There's Russian scientists that are drilling deep in the Arctic and are finding bacteria that's alive right now. That has been alive for a very long time. It's dangerous bacteria to humans. Um, This is the physical manifestation of this dark force in the physical 3D reality. Disease is physical manifestation. Viruses are physical manifestation of this lower Um, dimensional force. It's the the physical manifestation in the body. So yes, this is a war on consciousness because for for you to access higher consciousness, you need to bring in higher frequencies. That means sitting in nature, eating a healthy diet, um, doing sun gazing, all sorts of things. These bring in literally billions of subtle, higher energies that create an effect, a massive effect in your body that brings you up in frequency. So what their disease is the opposite of that. And viruses are the opposite of that. They're lower frequencies. So yes, bringing in lower frequencies keeps a person consciously asleep. It keeps them asleep on a conscious level because I, and I've noticed this people who have a lot of dense energies, they're often tired. They're often depressed. They, they're not aware of what's happening in the world. They're not aware of what's happening around them. They're kind of disconnected. It keeps you in like a sleep and kind of beauty um, mode. So yes, I do believe that this is, this is the, the disease, the, the viruses are out right now to lower the frequency on the planet because there's a lot of people like me, like you, many others who have awakened and we know how frequency works. We know how to channel it, how to bring it into us, how to bring our frequency up. This is a problem. So yes, they're using fear right now. And this goes back that just like there are priests and priestesses to the divine energies. They're also priests and priestesses to the energies of the lower um, dimensions of the lower realms to to, to, to lower consciousness yeah. and they are some of the ones who run this planet and they have open gates to lower dimensions to let these forces through because they worship them and are, are aligned with them yeah. and this is a, a huge problem on our planet right now so yes when they see that consciousness is going up they immediately take measure take, they do things to try to keep it from ascending So that's why we have so much pollution and and that's why we have, you know, these viruses. That's why we have the fear in the media because it is their jobs because they're aligned to these, this dark fallen consciousness. It's their job to keep consciousness on this planet down. That's why they get money and status and all of those things. I'm not saying everybody who has money and status are, are, are in alignment with this, but there are some that are. And they're doing their work to try to keep humanity down. They're not going to persevere in that They're not going to on any level. Because with all of the things they're thrown at us, God within us, the divine within us, is way more powerful. It's eternal and immortal. There's no way to overcome it. There's no way to overpower it. And it, in the end, is going to... To be the winning the the winning one this the spirit our soul within us that's god is going to win over all of this
1: that's good appreciate those words That's really good encouraging um it feels like even like with our political system this like every four years as you begin to ascend there's like this damper and this confusion and chaos and then they've kind of use social media and they even people who aren't trying to speak to it or or get into politics they have a way of like pulling you into the conversation that is about dividing left or right up or down good or bad yin or yang right to make you choose and be at war with those people um who you're not you know you know really at, at war with you know they have a, they, it, it, I feel like it's by design you know i think that it's like everything that comes from, you know, the political realms and the fighting and Facebook and tearing families and friendships apart and stuff like that, you know?
2: Well, you know, it is quite evident because they show the checkerboard, which is the black and white, and it shows one puppet over both playing both sides. So both sides are compromised. And I say this all the time in politics that both sides are, are compromised. And it's also that, Politics are very, they're, they're very energy draining. We just need to disconnect from yeah. them, you know, and in the end, a lot of the ones that, like I said, elite, they're in alignment to the dark energies and dark forces. And that's why they suppress humanity. That's why, you know, they, they're not giving aid to the handicapped and to the veterans and to the homeless and the suffering out there because this force takes, it does not give, it doesn't have any compassion. doesn't have any love. And these are what the, our politicians are aligned to these forces. And we need to disconnect and stop feeding those forces within them that feed off of energy. We need to stop feeding them and we need to go and do our work. And as we bring ourselves into higher frequency, this affects the entire planet to affects the entire population on this planet. And it helps it to ascend because we are portals of divine energy. We can channel that through us and we can shift the planet without having to say a word. If we just do that work within ourselves.
1: That's good. Um, how does it make you feel, uh, I guess, in the, in the spiritual community um, when when you see with like the elections, again, they, they pull everybody into it. But when you see people in the conscious spiritual community kind of like putting their trust and their faith and their hope in a political figure uh, and they're all in, whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden, like I've seen both, but they really feel like these people are on their team and like like they start kind of like preaching like these people are saviors almost like they want to help us and then in the end they turn around to kind of show their true colors and, and show you that they were in on it the whole time but we, specifically with this last election there were many uh people whether it is in the spiritual community the christian community rallying behind someone and they i think they just wanted hope so bad they want it changed and they want to see darkness overthrown that they're just looking for any chance of hope. But how does that make you feel when you see some, somebody like kind of give their power away to this leader to come save us kind of thing, you know, when it, when it's a human, you know,
2: it's for me, it's, I realize how much more work that I and you and many others who don't buy into politics have to do because so many people in the awakened community have been fooled into thinking that political leaders are saviors. And this yeah. is, for me, this is anti-Christ energy. Yes. This is looking outside of yourself for Christ when Christ is within you. And I understand that, you know, a lot of people, they're stressed. They are suffering financially. They are living in a state of fight or fight or flight, and they are looking for a savior and they're looking for somebody to help them out So I understand where they're coming from. But again, that's the wrong path to look at political leaders. The right path is to look at the divine within and the power within us, the Christ within us. So I think that it's very important that everybody does that. And I, you know, with politics and with, you know, elections, I always think about the word when I see elections, because I have this thing where I could see words within words and, Elections for me is electrons, and electrons is energy. So elections are just there to get the the electrons that the, the the energy from you to power the elite who are staying, you know, wealthy and with a status and all of that, and, and feed the dark forces they're in alignment to that absorb the the electrons, the, the 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 energy from your soul from you. So that's what I feel. is it's just really a lot of soul sacrifice going on. On elections it's crazy as that sounds this might be controversial but elections actually they emotionally like trigger you they put you in a state of fight fight or flight and as you do as you're in these states you're losing your energy and your energy is going to where you direct it at that means the elections and politics and the forces that have this all rigged behind um, it they are absorbing that energy from you so it's better to disconnect there is no world leader that is going to be a savior. The true awakening of humanity will be when we find Christ within ourselves, when we lift our frequencies up and when we step into our God consciousness, that is our, each one of us is our own Christ, our own savior. Nobody has come to save you. You know, even with the ETs and all these different spirits, they're there. They will help to, uh, to a certain extent. And even me They'll help me to a certain extent, but I do the work myself. It's up to each one of us to do the work ourselves. And then of course they, they, they're, they're just like good friends and they'll help us out. But if anything saved humanity, they would keep doing the same dumb stuff over and over again because they haven't learned. They need to learn. So that's why ETs aren't completely stepping in. That's why the angels aren't completely stepping in. Because humanity is like that child trying to learn how to walk and needs to stumble until it can learn how to walk and step into Christ's consciousness and its divine power. And yes, it's you have the parent who helps sometimes, but that child has to take steps on its own and it's going to fall a couple of times until it realizes that it can actually walk mm-hmm. and achieves walking. The same yeah. with humanity.
1: That's good it's about growth and i think that's what ascension is or awakening Mm -hmm. it's a you know the awakening that we're experiencing and many people who are listening to this are experiencing on a personal level the world's going through a similar you know awakening as a collective as well and so there are setbacks there are hangups and things and and uh things that doesn't that don't want you to reach those next levels and we're going through that um as as a collective as well Um, you know, you mentioning, uh, Christ and, and, and having the authority and power over the elements and stuff like that. Now you talk a little bit about weather um, abnormalities and things as well. Have you ever had any of those experiences with the nature and with the elements and your connection with nature and things like that?
2: Yes, I have. So when I have a lot, and this is how I learned about the superpowers thing that everyone has them. And, you know, it's interesting because in the Bible, I see so many in religion, and Christ says, Christ was telling the, the ocean that the storms to calm down, and they were listening. And Christ was clearing the planet of, of these lower fallen entities, and they were listening and would leave. Christ says, you know, you will do greater works than me, but I don't see that with the people. So they definitely aren't tapping in. There's definitely some secret they haven't tapped into. I'm able to do that. You know, people come to me, and they're, they, they have they're being attacked by negative entities and stuff. And I tell it go and it leaves and it does not stay. So I have the, these abilities and I realized that the more energy that is channeled into me, the more abilities that I have. And I remember one time I was meditating and this was when I was back in France, right before I came to the United States, I was meditating and the, I, I, I was meditating and I was making this spiral above me of energy. And I looked up, in the sky and these birds, there was a huge flock of birds and they were in the spiral, literally the whole flock. And they had come so close to me. And there was like hundreds and hundreds of birds. And I was, I realized that me creating that energetic spiral had affected the birds and they had went into it and they were they were literally spiraling in yeah. it. So then I had to bring the spiral back up and let them go because <laughs> I was affecting them. Yeah. Um, so I, and I've had this, I've, 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 it's crazy as this sounds. If I, I would, since a little kid, I would some I would sit outside and let's say it was a rainy day and I wanted sun. I would focus on opening the sky and the sun coming out, it always worked. So there are different and there's things I cannot talk about on here that I do because I don't think the world is ready and humanity is ready to understand them or even accept them because they are they've been suppressed for so long, they live in a 3D reality, they don't know how they, once they're tapped into the God within that, they have incredible powers and that's too much for them to them right now. But I, I feel like it's coming out movies, superhero movies and stuff, because that's trying to wake them up and say, listen, you are not the, you are not at the mercy of everything happening. You have these amazing powers within yourself. So yes, I've had things move around me. I've had all sorts of things happen to me. So yes. And I have with my abilities, I can literally like the other day, there was some, somebody who, and I used them to help people. There was somebody who was suicidal and they hadn't said anything. And I looked at them. I said, you are suicidal. And they looked at me. They said, yes, I am. You, how did you know? I said, I read your thoughts. And I said to them, you know, then i help them out i said to them you're going to be okay and stuff and help them out so i do use my abilities to do that and i can take the thoughts suicide out immediately and put in beautiful thoughts telling the person they're going to be okay and stuff Mm -hmm. so yes i mean it's 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 um i really enjoy doing those things like helping people out with my abilities
1: do you think that that's where like the fascination obviously with where we are now with like you know uh, superhero movies and X Men and be, you know Storm being able to control the weather and connection with the plants and all that kind of stuff. We're seeing it in movies and stuff, and it really pulls us in. Avatar was a huge one. Avatar, the you know the the movie with the blue beings, but also Avatar: The Last Airbender. This this connection with the chi energy and the life force of the planet and all of the sentient beings. Um, the fascination with that, but also the fascination with Atlantis and ancient Egypt and, uh, and to understand the spirituality that I believe our ancestors knew how to commune with the spirits and to commune mm-hmm. with nature and the nature beings and all of that kind of stuff, which is lost to us now. Do you think that that's where all the this, this fascination comes from is that we once possessed, uh, this was normal to us at one point in history?
2: It was normal to humanity and that's why they're fascinated with it because they're this so on a subconscious level their systems trying to go back to what i called ancient light to before they had all these, this, this energy that distorted them from their original selves. So, yes, it's trying to make them remember that they are God in a f- physical body and they're in- immensely powerful. And, and, you know, God speaks to us many different ways, whether it's the smile of a child mm-hmm. or whether it's, you know, the song on the radio saying that everything's going to be okay, or even the movie. Uh, movies about superheroes saying, Hey, look, I, you are not just that 3d body. I've given you all this power. And one day when you allow, um, when you allow the connection to happen, when you open that door, you will realize how many gifts I've given you so that you are not a victim. You are not uh, without power. You are immensely powerful and God's knocking on the door and trying to come through it to us all the time, every single day, if we only listen more. And if we only just open our hearts more, that will come into us.
1: That's beautiful. Love it. Um, can you talk a little bit about quantum leaping and what that is?
2: <laughs> yes. Um, so I have found myself in other bodies, in other timelines, um on other planets where I would just be there, just like I'm in this body. I would do what I needed to do. And then suddenly I was out of that body and back into this body. So um, I, I think there was like a series. So I told that to Matt, um, and he told, he showed me this this series called Quantum Leap because I, he, I kept telling him, you know, this is what's happening to me. And he realized it wasn't. So he showed me this, old series quantum leap yeah, in the sky that. yeah and I've only seen one episode of it by the way and I had it start when I was a young girl in France um I was suddenly out of my body and I was in a trunk in a girl's body in New York in a tr- and it seemed like a warehouse or something and I remember finding myself in her body and she was trying to get out of this trunk and immediately as soon as I w- went to her body it It pushed her soul aside so like it pushed her soul aside i remember finding my way out of the trunk because um, i was able to do that and then i literally ran in that body to where she was safe as soon as she was safe i remember i was suddenly out of her body back into my body so i was sent there to help her Um, so that she could be okay because I don't know quite what's happening, but I know she was in a trunk and something bad was probably going to happen to her. I've also had it for, I had a very heart-wrenching experience because there was a little child somewhere in a third world country and this child was about to be killed in a very brutal way. And I was suddenly in this child's body. The child was praying and asking for help. And I remember going into the child's body putting the soul of the child in a protective um, place so it couldn't get the trauma that was going to go that it it didn't want that trauma. I pushed the soul so it would be okay. And I could get the child out of the, um, out of that, the, 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 from being killed. So I just took the soul and I pushed it into a safe place so it wouldn't go through any pain or anything like that. And immediately, as soon as I did that, I was back into my body. So I've had a lot of, um, a lot of what I call quantum leaping that has happened to me throughout the years. I've also had quantum leaping of where I was suddenly in an underground base in somebody's body and looked around and gathered a lot of information. I've even had it. raises the sounds with the bohemian grove it's happened to me a couple of times where there was rituals going on there one time i did get in some trouble and i had to have a friend of mine help me out because they realized i was because they could sense energy and they have some very advanced um dark occult arts priest and these priests realized i had done it i leaped into one of the bodies of the priests to you know, go ahead and see what's happening, and, and that's when they started to really attack me. So I've had those experiences too. So where there's um, where there's things going on, in the soul prays for help, where I need to go get information, or I need to do specific things, um, then I do quantum leap, and it just ha- I honestly, it just happens a lot of times. I can do it at will, so I can, but at that, most of the times in my life, it just happens
1: wow that's awesome um very intense but yeah there's a lot of that stuff that is in you know we mentioned superhero movies and um you know quantum leap and there's a lot of stuff that these producers in hollywood sprinkle through the movies and i remember watching like transformers that one of the first transformers that came out and the script was essentially right out of the book of Enoch. It pretty much just took, it was plagiarism, but it took it from Enoch and they just changed the characters and the names and titles and those kind of things and and uh, but the scenarios were were very similar and and a lot of these stories are being retold through the art. Now, I, I say that it's people in Hollywood that's sprinkling stuff. Are they are they well-studied occultists or are these stories just naturally coming through our dna is it a download god consciousness that these stories are just being retold over and over and over since the beginning or are these people you know um reading these stories reading the book of enoch or reading some of the stuff from from alchemy and putting it in in the movies and things what do you think both is both happening
2: it's all of that literally and it's all of that plus more so one yes they're picking up things in their DNA and their spirit that's trying to come out in their subconscious. Um, God's trying to come through and, and tell them, you know, what they're right and what they're um, expressing. That's God trying to come through, but they don't realize that. Also the fact is, is I I have, um, cause I have a lot of friends, you know, that um, work for Netflix. They work for different big media companies, um, big media platforms. They told me that, they come to our community and watch our videos and get inspiration from us.
1: Yeah. For so sure. that's
2: another thing that I, I was told also when you start, to, even if you're writing a fictional book, right. Or fictional screenplay, fictional movie. When you think, when the brain thinks the brain is powered by energy. Energy has all truth. It's the largest, most immense internal encyclop- encyclopedia. Energy powers our body our, our entire body powers our brains. So when we're thinking these ideas, it's, the, it's a phys- the thought is the physical manifestation of the energy that is channeling through us. So since energy has all truth in it, even if you're writing a fictional book, there's going to be truth in that fictional book because that energy is being transmuted to thought and that holds the truth within that energy. That's good. So basically they're channeling.
1: Mm-hmm. They, they are not it that's the interesting they don't even thing know it. we're always channeling yes. right yeah yes I, I feel I feel like that with my art a lot of times my music you know uh, especially the stuff that's are you still there yes I'm still
2: okay. here sorry about that I'm not yeah, sure especially the stuff then. that
1: seems really profound I don't feel uh-huh. like I wrote it like later on i come back to it and I was like man I don't know how I wrote that you know I'm not I don't feel like I'm good enough to write that you know and it feels mm-hmm. like we're just picking up on energies that are out there and the interesting thing is that there's all types of energies out there and whatever you focus on you are channeling that uh that energy or that essence if you want to focus on that which is good if you want to focus on the negative low level stuff like everything exists and you can be a conduit for that energy or those ideas
2: i agree with that and i was having this conversation last night with one of my friends here, Deva, you know, we were talking about how I have a lot of experience and memories with underground bases, with a lot of things that people would probably want to know about. And, you know, I was telling her, I was explaining to her, the reason I don't focus on that, I focus a lot about on ascension, on his spirituality, yeah. on finding the, the Christ within, because I feel like, you know, and when I was younger, I did a video, um, when I was in Las Vegas at a conference and I didn't even want to do the video. I was kind of, I was trying to get out of it. And at the last moment, the person was like, well, you promised me. I was like, okay. So I did it. I talked about underground bases, a lot of different experiences that I had. And then I completely, after that switched up because I realized that people, even though I was bringing to them saying, okay, yes, these dark things exist, there's this these things that exist they were looking at that dark stuff and not focusing on the information of healing that it was bringing them to them they were looking at the cup that was basically half empty rather than half full so this is why i stopped speaking about a lot of you know stuff in the conspiracy movement because i was like oh my goodness This is like, almost like they're addicted. They want to know all this new information about underground bases, this dark stuff that's happening on the planet. That shouldn't be their focus. Healing should be their focus. Stepping into Christ consciousness should be their focus. So it's like, I I changed and shifted. So some people were mad at me. They were like, are you hiding the the information about underground base stuff? It's that they don't need it. The, The real truth is, yes, there's things happening. But for me, I don't need to give them that information because they're gonna focus on all that dark dense stuff. What I want them to focus on is spirituality and self-empowerment and ascend into God consciousness. This is something that in my work, I've I've realized just observe in the public, like, okay, no, I'm going to steer it this way. And that's the way that the divine wants you to go and that's the best way for you to go. So that's why I stopped talking about all these things like underground bases and, um, you know, a lot of the things happening out there because I just didn't want people to focus on them anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you only have a certain amount of hours per day, you know, and you got to yes. pick pe- what you want to focus on. And uh, and I get, you know, I say I get, we all get, pe- people don't really care about what you believe in. They they want you, they, they want to hear you like echoing their uh, their opinions and, and and what they stand up for you know and they want to they want to hear your take on on their causes you know and i found that a lot too like uh people want me to speak on things that they're passionate about it's like listen if you're passionate about it you can start you a podcast and you can talk yes. about it you don't have to come <laughs> try to you know convince me to talk start talking about this i and it's not that it's that i don't believe in it It's just i choose not to focus on it or um i don't think that even speaking on it's going to do anything well you're raising awareness you know it's like mm-hmm. listen we we're, we're trying to help people and um and i don't i honestly don't want to hear about your uh you know these causes unless you have a solution like i feel like if you if you are passionate about it come up with the solution um to whatever it is that that irks you or, or bothers you and those kind of things and so um that's what we get to do you know, we found a solution. The solution is spirituality. The solution mm-hmm. is connecting with, with God through through prayer, meditation, contemplation, yoga, mm-hmm. breath work. I mean, there's so many beautiful things, crystals, aligning your energy, taking care of your body and health. And th- those things are important. And that's why you focus on those things. And so I guess that leads to the next question, just to go into a, a little bit more um, detail on it, because I know you did mention, you know, having our bodies as as a clear, clean conduit that we're not depressed because of our eating or not sluggish or tired because of our eating and sleeping patterns and all of these things that really do affect us that we don't think that they do, or we get offended when somebody brings this stuff up because we like our cheeseburgers or whatever, or fried food. Um, how important is it to to take care of your temple in that way to function spiritual, spiritually, to be approached by higher beings? I feel like there's some of that stuff of cleaning out your, your body so that you are a clear conduit to receive and to know because you you really do focus on that with supplements and things to mm-hmm. uh you know what i'm saying empower your chi and your energy and, and, and kind of balance all of that stuff how important is it for us to take care of our health and sun gaze and all those things you were talking about
2: so when i was a child this goes back to my experience with archangel michael he appeared to me spoke for to me for a couple of hours and he told me something very interesting. He said that adults, a lot of adults are not seeing angels and other beings because they have a dense aura with all of the toxins in their body, with all the unprocessed emotions and trauma, they have a dense aura, which makes them down here in frequency. The angels are up here. So yeah. there's no way to connect with yeah. to connect to higher beings, to have an experience, whether it's ETs, whether it's angels, you have to bring your energy up here. And then yeah. that's where the connection happens. Um, so he told me that, and so it's really quite important because for me talking about conspiracies, you know, there is a conspiracy for pollution, the, the pollution on this planet. So, and, and I don't know how much longer we have, because this is going to take a little bit for me to explain, but pollution we're being sprayed by chemtrails, which is heavy metals. Aluminium is heavy metals. The, the ancient Egyptians were sun worshipers and they would stare at the sun. They would bring in the cosmic light and not only the sun, they would actually bring it in front of the moon, the stars and each planet, which is an ancient spirit. And each planet is, is connected to, to one of our chakras. So like Venus is connected to her, our heart chakra. So they knew how to bring in those cosmic energies to bring their frequency up, to keep their frequency up. Of course, that allowed they, they to age as much. Um, They they get sickness because when you're up here, sickness is disease and and viruses are lower frequency. They can't get to you and affect you. So they knew how to keep themselves up in energy and higher frequency so that they were accessing God consciousness. They were living in God consciousness. They had powers and abilities. So it's almost like our governments in a way know this and why I'm saying this is because the body, our cells, our solar panels. So being the ancient Egyptians being sun worshipers, they look at the sun, that, that light would come in. It would go through the cell and it would charge their aura and it would charge their chakra system. The thing is, is that we are being bombarded with heavy metals, whether it's in baby formulas, it's in vaccinations, it's in everything, chemtrails, everything, literally beauty products, it's in fast food, um, it's in salt. There are there there are heavy metals as salt there are heavy metals literally and everything and then of course we use aluminum cans for our food um there it's just we're being bombarded so the the heavy metal that it gets into the cell and it reflects the light ar- out so that we cannot charge our aura and our chakra system and of course we're losing energy every day through stress and different things so eventually we can't charge, and our frequency goes down, down, down. When you're when you're really, really in low frequency, you get sickness, disease, you get depressed, sadness. Um, you get in a, in a state of everything's just dark, everything's bad. Um, this is what happens. So it's like our governments know, in a or or some of the, the the elite know that we need to charge to be in higher consciousness. So they have bombarded us with heavy metals. So, that to get into our cells to make us walking antennas, because also all, when you're full of heavy metals, you're picking up all the Wi Fi, you're picking up the satellite system and everything else. They are doing that because that heavy, dense, they want to keep us in lower consciousness. So, it's really important to look into detoxing your body so that you can hold a charge and bring in a higher charge. You cannot when your cells are full of heavy metals and your entire body is full of heavy metals. So you need to detox your body from heavy metals, and then you need to bring in food that has charge. That means fruits, vegetables, juicing, supplements, smoothies, things like that. Charge that with have the sun. charge. Yes, and also do sun gazing. in. You can do um, grounding on the earth, laying. Mm. I lay under the sun, the moon, and of course visualization meditations where I visualize gold light. Then I speak to the ancient spirits. I speak to 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 venus i say can you channel more heart frequencies into my heart chakra so i speak to the ancient spirits and ask request that they channel more higher energies into me then you will start to ascend in consciousness you'll start to ascend in frequency you'll start to have supernatural experiences you'll start to step into your god consciousness your christ self and access many different abilities but when that happens you will have deep compassion for all. And this is why I have things like quantum leaping and stuff happening. When you're God consciousness, God cannot turn its face on those who are asking for help. And the, so, so then you, you want to willingly go help and you know, your eternal mortal. And everything's going to be okay. So you go help those suffering. And we need more people like this, more people connected to God within, because yeah. that's, we need more compassion and love on this planet and healing on this planet. Yeah.
1: For me, um, I did what you said. Like you know, when I when I tap in and um, do a lot of sun gazing, stargazing, even stargazing is one that yes. you know we just think that we just get to see pretty stars or, or look for craft. But you know, gazing at the stars and gazing into the different solar systems and you know planetary systems are, is amazing too. And there's a lot of ancient belief that believe that you can attain enlightenment by gazing and meditating towards that. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. planetary st- star system. So which is in
2: light to admit to bring the light within there you go. And anything that holds the light, like stars, suns, moons, channel the light within you to help you to, to, to help you to achieve enlightenment light within.
1: That's good. But, um, but one of the things that's always communicated to me as well is to take care of your body. If you want to keep this up, if you want to go deeper, you got to quit eating meat. Yes. Even if listen, it. I'm, even if it's only for a period of time that you want to do the spiritual work and you want to go in deep and you want to have those encounters, like you have to clean your body out from whether it's alcohol and drugs or whatever that's polluting you, you got to clean your vessel out. Um, And I wrote about it in in my book, uh, a good bit about um, different experiences in the Bible where people would go on fast and it may be Two or three weeks and angels would appear to them in the middle of this fast. And it was once they once they cleaned their body out, whether they just went straight fruits and vegetables or didn't eat anything, eventually the angels would approach you once you get all of that stuff out of you. You'll find out too there's stories about animals approaching you once you get all the different pheromones out of your out of your body and the toxins out of your skin. Like they can smell the fact that you are a meat eater. And the, and the animals are going to be scared of you. And there's ex- experiences and testimonies where people who have changed their diet up and, you know, wild animals that are supposed to be scared of humans will come up to them because they they don't uh, pose a threat to them. They know that you're not going to try to eat them. Same with those I, beings, you know?
2: I have that with wild animals, you know, and also um, animals that have not been treated right. I was in Mexico a couple of years ago and there was... These guard dogs and they were, you know, they were growling at my group of friends and they were just very, very upset and angry and considered dangerous. And I just walked up to them and they got on their backs like puppies, you know, and they were known to be like the guard dogs of the neighborhood that don't even walk near. And I walked up to them, they got on their backs like little puppies to me. So I often have that, you know, with animals. And I also have a thing with children, they'll just follow me around these children just follow me around um i i, I say so draw drawing a lot of children and also a lot of animals that just come to me because they're a lot of them aren't getting the nurturing and the love that they need from you know their parents or their family and the animals haven't got it from their owners so they just come to me for it
1: mm-hmm. that's beautiful um can you talk a little bit about energy healing and what that looks like to maybe push and pull or send energy to somebody who needs a pick me up, if you will.
2: So, you know, I very rarely send my energy to anyone. And the thing is, is that with healers in this field, sending your energy, somebody is not a good idea because you'll get depleted. And not only that, that's a piece of you. You're sending to somebody else. What I do when I do energy work is I open up these cosmic portals um, to to or i connect to sat to 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 the different um like planets so if i need to do root chakra healing i do i work with saturn saturn channels and energy if i need to do heart um then the ancient spirit of venus channels and energies like that so i reconnect people up to even the earth because a lot of people are disconnected um from the earth and actually our gut system by the way if you look at it, it's like roots and they, it has energetic roots that go into the earth. A lot of people have leaky gut and gut issues because they're not really connected to the earth. So they're not recharging. So this is something that's happening. So what I do is I reconnect them up on an energetic level and I allow the cosmos to channel in energies into them. And that's how they heal. So it's really that people are not, recharge in their body. So that's why they're breaking down um, and they're, they're going to low frequencies where disease starts to manifest and viruses and all those things. So once I reconnect them up to the higher energies and their frequency goes up and then they completely start to heal. So that's how I do. It. And then I teach people, you know, cause I don't want people. So I see so many people going from healer to healer to healer. Yeah. It's, it's yes. And I don't want that with, so I actually teach my clients to, to open up these stargates themselves, the cosmic portals, to speak to ETs, to bring in the energy themselves. So I have, I have quite a few people that are doing this on their own right now. So I, I literally want to teach a person how to fish for themselves, rather than me giving them the fish all the time. So that's my thing. I, my work is that I teach people how to step into their power, and they can do the same thing as I can do, and I teach them that. And then they're their own pillar for the rest of their life. They don't have to jump to anyone else and they can help other people heal. And I I feel this is the best work for the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are those people out there who, I mean, come on. I mean, an energy healing session is beautiful. Like the the energy and opening up and connect. It's just so beautiful. I feel like there's people who are addicted to that. Um, Yes. Maybe, (laughs) maybe a part of them you know, holds on to that ailment or whatever it it is that they're presenting that they want to get rid of. Um, because it, maybe their identity is in it as well though. Cause you have that. Like I know people who go from quote unquote healer to healer and try to do (laughs) everything and say that none of them helped. And there's a lot of people say, okay, I tried this before. Let's see what you got. And they kind of come into it knowing that like, okay, you, you, you don't, I'm not going to get what I'm looking for and they don't because they you know they they weren't open to receive or they were closed off of this thing that they're holding close to them and that's something very interesting when it comes to people who who have spent their hard-earned money to book a session with you but they know coming into it that they're not going to let this thing go. What what do you think that is?
2: I'm very blessed. All my clients actually are very good. They wind up healing, they wind up Achieving powers to speak into ET, so they they're very mm-hmm. happy about this. But yes, I've noticed what's ha- what's happening there is that people jump to healer to healer and to yeah. healer, and it's just absolute. And it is like an addiction. But the thing is, is that with, with my clients, I teach them how to hold and maintain the energy within them. So, and I love Reiki. Reiki and Reiki is amazing, and I have a lot of respect for those who practice Reiki and who are Reiki healers. But the thing is, is when the body, when the cells are full of Toxins and all of that, when you channel energy to that person, it gives them a high for a couple of days, but their body can't maintain that energy because their body's so toxic. So it drops back down. They, of course, get addicted to feeling that high. And they want to have that all the time, so they go from healer to healer to try to get that high, high, high. Yeah. And they haven't learned how to maintain that energy in them, so they're like that every day. So they don't have that drop. So what I do with my clients is I teach them how to bring in the energy, how to maintain the energy, how to clear the three D physical cells, so that the body can hold that energy, which is really important. And that's that's why people jump, you know, from one healer to another because I was asking for this to. I I was asking this question. I'm like, what's the answer? They're like, okay, the physical body is not being able to maintain that energy and people want to feel better. And that's why they keep going back and to get that high, which is okay, but they need to learn, learn how to maintain that high. So with my work, I'm one of the few who actually teaches the secrets and the knowledge, how to maintain that high without having that drop. And we have, we, I, 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 I have my clients do, um, you know, the, the detoxing, um, of the physical body. I, we train the cells. So we go into the cell to the cell and tell it to hold the energy to delete any negative dense energy. So we actually are interacting with the body. We clear it of the old energy field. So we have a lot of ancestral karma. We have a lot of dense energies from trauma. We go in and we delete and clear out the entire old energetic system and rebuild a new one. And this is what Christ meant in the Bible to be born again. Christ did not mean that you must physically die. Christ meant that you must clear the old energetic body out and then create a new light body. And that was the the rebirth that Christ talked about.
1: Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, Sarah, um, really enjoyed this talk. Um, let people know where they can go to check out your work, uh, your website, your sessions, all that cool stuff. Let them know where they can go to, uh, f- um, find out more about you.
2: So my website is Sarah R. Adams, and That's Sarah with an H and I teach multidimensionality. Of course, I also have Um, I've done Beyond Belief and Ancient Civilizations with um, Gaia. So you can look on Gaia and just research my name, Sarah R. R. Adams, and you will find more of my work. And by the way, thank you for having me on. I really love doing this.
1: For sure. Anytime. Just let me know. We'll have to do it again. I'd love to have you back on.
2: Yes. There's a million more things I'd love to speak about. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Sarah. We'll do it again. Many blessings, my friend. Sarah R. Adams, ladies and gentlemen. Check out her website at sarahradams.com. dot um, A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to take in. Past past lives and a lot of stuff we didn't cover too. A lot of that. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty intense, man. There there, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening at once and a lot of uh, similarities between belief structures and um, things that you're presenting. But I really loved what she said about people just kind of. Getting that high right off of energy work, meditation, breath work. And then you return to shallow breathing. You're breathing good. You feel the prana, the good prana baby coming in. You feel it, but then you return to being a mouth breather and really shallow breathing. Or your diet is jacked up or you get really high in the spirit and then you go back to eating bad foods or listening to bad music or whatever. So many bad things like a combination. Maybe you can only handle a couple of bad things, but when you try to handle them all, it just really takes a toll on you. And so you have to keep coming back. That's very interesting when it comes to energy work in that. And then also, you know, I'm reminded of the church realm and people coming to revival meeting and people like going to conference after conference after conference, because they're not able to maintain their own energy. You know, so Sunday after Sunday or whatever, anytime the church is open. I mean, me and Head talked about that yesterday, just, you know, wanting to go. Church is only open on Sunday, maybe Wednesday. Maybe they had a Bible study. But the fact of the matter is with his story and, you know, many others is that you can do that every day for yourself. There are practices that you can do in prayer and meditation, contemplation with God where you are rejuvenating yourself every day and you maintain that level of um, spirituality where you you are spiritually always high. And even when you go through stuff, you maintain your peace. You maintain your awareness of who you are and whose you are, for that matter, Who who's in your corner that God and the angels and not just them, but every being in your corner to serve you to some degree in this existence, in this massive mask of a matrix that we're all in, right? And so everything is here to serve you. Everything that is part of the program has a purpose. There there are no accidents with people with experiences, ups and downs and all of the stuff in between. And so to explore people's spirituality and their way of life and what works for them. Okay, Sarah R. Adams, What works for you? Well, this is what I do. This is what I help people do. I help them find themselves and them to be able to kind of go back to that wellspring of life for themselves, not to be dependent upon me. Um, So what I like to do, I love corporate gatherings, Uh, even our Zoom gatherings. We've been meeting over Zoom for years, ever since Zoom first came out. Um, So I love doing that. But you have to be able to take it home and do it by yourself. Listen, it, we have, we're, you know, we're building up the mystic circle and that's something where we're going to have stuff every night of the week for different people. I'm going to have a couple nights a week. Somebody else is going to have a night. Someone else is going to do breath work. Someone else is going to do readings, whatever. We're going to have stuff for you every night of the week. But um, you got to be able to go in for yourself, by yourself to be able to maintain that, that level. So whatever you're able to do in a group, I cannot emphasize enough that when you pray, to go into your prayer closet and pray to your father who sees in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly i can't stress that enough it is so important for us to uh, maintain our own spirituality our own spiritual awareness and uh you know make it practice oh, every day martin what's going on brother
0: <laughs> hey bro sorry I, man. i didn't know it'd take me straight on
1: yeah um how, how are you man uh with I'm good. Did, did, I'm good. I was actually going to try to ask some
0: questions uh, for Sarah, but yeah. you know, I can, I can ask you cause I think, I think it's similar for you, but you know, I think uh, when she was talking about the dark entities and, and all that, you know, it's kind of the, the, what do we do? You know, from a Christian perspective, right? Those are demons, right? And I know there's debates on, are they real? Are they imagination? What are they? But, You know it's like so what do we do with the dark entities holistically do we just simply rise to a higher vibrational frequency you know and ignore them or do we attempt to convert them to higher and bring them up to higher vibrations or do we like destroy them and go full-on warrior mode you know and it, it seems like we've got spectrums all throughout right we've got some that one just love them to death you know and then others that want to just kill him and, and then others that want to restore him. So it, it, it's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's one I'm, I'm wrestling with to be, to be quite honest with. Um, and I think there's yeah. value to restoration. I think there's value to just raising above. Uh, I'm finding less value to absolute destruction and warrior. Uh, but just kind of uh, what
1: we've been taught, right? I don't think even yeah. Jesus did that as far as like, giving those so-called demons mercy that were in the madman. He cast right. them into the pigs. Hey man, go live in those pigs. Yeah. You know? And, uh, and that's what he did. He didn't banish you to the pits of hell or oblivion, <laughs> or you need to see the light and how good I am. Like they already understood from eternity yeah. past those type of beings. But I think it's interesting to bring up is that, like you said, there are all types of spirits. It's not just angels and demons for, for that matter, or, or, I guess in a Christian's mind is good or bad. Yeah. You know, good or bad angel. Are you an angel or are you a demon? Well, because what I bring to the table is that angels, uh, you know, demons are angels as well because the word angel is a messenger. Yeah. And so the demons carry messages too, you Absolutely. know? And, and so I think that, I think that they have a purpose, you know, I think that, uh, that Yahweh, that the creator, you know, has them to carry out tasks you know, even as this, the Satan being or the devil, like everything kind of serves its purpose and, and this beautiful ecosystem of, of, of levels. Now, was that all of them Are all of them created that way? That would, that would be too, I doubt it. There's all kinds of entities and dis- yeah. disembodied spirits mm-hmm. and nature spirits and all of that kind of stuff. But when it comes to A lot of evil spirits, I know, they they take orders from Yahweh, 100%. -hmm. And so, you know, pride cometh before a fall. If you get prideful, if you want to say that demon comes to trip you up, to knock you off that high horse. um, And that's the message. Hey, stop being prideful, Martin. If you're not, if you continue in that, you got to, I'm going to come see you again. Yeah. Or addiction or whatever the negative you know, consequences, these demons are consequences, mm-hmm. you know, just, I feel like the angels are too, a consequence <clears throat> yeah. of prayer, a consequence of life of devotion to, to helping people and service to others, over service to self, like the consequences that you'll get to walk hand in hand and maybe see a glimpse of the, the beauty of that realm, you know, and the same yeah. thing for drug addiction, lying, cheating, stealing, cursing, like there's a realm of that, that, that is a consequence too.
0: Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. And I think it's that, how do we as as a collective, as as humanity, how do we kind of rise above it, you know? I mean, and what is that tactic? And is it, I don't think it's, it's uh, um, um, a single tactic. I think there's multiples to yeah. it. But I think raising our overall consciousness, our overall vibrational frequency into love, I think is how, my opinion is how we overcome more of that. Yeah. I think, especially as the church, you know, we've been too focused on the warfare and, and really too focused on the enemy and the negative side, yeah. and we've we've got to transition to really the kingdom, which is love and and mm-hmm. the heart of you know Christ consciousness, as, as mm-hmm.
1: many um, will say,
0: but it's really love and the kingdom.
1: So, I had, cool. a, I had a good talk with Gil on the, uh, after hours thing on a private part. And we talked about demons, you know, yeah. and, uh, and it kind of goes in with what you said, you know, about, you know, raising the vibration to love and, uh, and and i was talking about these beings that chat, that 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 correct us you know they are, they are god's hand of correction in our lives and uh and he allows them and the bible is full of those experiences right. where he allows them or he doesn't rebuke them or take them away and um and then when it comes to love the bible says that god chastises those in whom he loves so you got to get a whipping you're in trouble you got to be put in time out and i think that those so-called demons or whatever are the ones who come to put you in time out, but they're sent with a a message from Yahweh. So um, we get focused on the belt. Like Mm -hmm. if you're getting a a correction or punishment, you're getting whipped by your father. The belt is not your enemy. Yeah. The belt, God is the one who is teaching you and chastising you because he loves you. I got to teach you this lesson, man. And the only way you're going to get it is not from a a beautiful download and a spirit of ecstasy, the way you're going to get this is to walk through it, go through the valley of the shadow of death. But when you come out, you're being refined as gold, that fire burns and it hurts, but that's how you learn, you know, we're being tried over in this baptism of fire. And it's beautiful. You know, he's, he is, uh, burning things out of us that come Mm -hmm. out, you know, as that fire is turned up and they're, and they're part of it. I think so.
0: Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, we see that, you know, like we're in the council of the Lord, you know, where he's asking who's going to put a lying spirit yeah. in his mouth.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's in the freaking council, man. <laughs> yeah. And then it also says that he sent, he sends forth evil angels. What yeah. is an evil that's, angel? That's hard, man. I mean, that's, that's a, demon, <laughs> we, we tough, a demon, man. We would call a demon, you know. Yeah. Because we, we've
0: always been taught that it's like good versus evil in yeah. this battle. And it's not, I mean, no.
1: They, 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 I don't think they would refer to themselves as demons. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Probably not, man. Cool. We got to do another talk, Martin. Absolutely, man. Get you on for a full, full episode, man. What, what have you been working on? Oh
0: man. God. I mean, I've been working on, uh, just this identity foundation course and just helping people and, and taking it more local. You know I mean? I haven't been online as much Okay, and, um, a lot of it just taking care of my family, number one, um, but also keeping it local. So, I've been able to work with folks more locally, and uh, just even last night, man, we had penguins in person for the first time and in, in probably almost a year now. Yeah. And dude, I mean, the vibration was so powerful, and being able to shift folks and kind of coaching them through how to, you know, kind of do really energy work in the spirit, but through the Holy Spirit. You know, and mm-hmm. even shifting some of the the mentalities, but physically they were feeling it. And so it's just really just kind of helping people understand number one who they are in Christ. I mean that's my that's my deal, right? Yeah. No, but it's like it's one thing to teach you about it, but it's another thing to demonstrate it with you. And and so you can then demonstrate, man, I can actually shift the environment and emotions and other people as a son of the king and as a, you know, if you're a female, as a daughter of the king, it's the same. It's a, it's a position. And so that that's really been what I've been working on is, you know, putting that, got that course kind of laid out. Now I actually have, Gil and I have been talking to, to kind of, I need to get it recorded, you know, more professionally, not uh, the way I've been doing it, but uh, getting that out just to help, help folks get grounded first. Because once I can get grounded in love, then I can begin to move out, right? And as I, you know, you and I have talked. It's like, man, I can, I can teach anybody how to heal or prophesy, but if you're doing it out of brokenness, it's, it's junk, right? And that's what we've seen all this last year is a, a broken prophetic community that is a disaster because, in my opinion, they're not operating out of love and identity; they're operating out of performance and judgment and those things. Now they're hearing but they're filtering through all their own junk. And yeah. so it's really trying to help myself, number one, and then everyone else get grounded in the love of the father and identity in Christ, and then move from, from that perspective.
1: Yeah. So no, that's that, a That's foundation because, you know, I've been yeah. working on some stuff too. I started a long time ago, but just, I didn't like knowing who we are in Christ yeah. In, yeah. the ether- in the etheric realms, like when it yeah. comes to spiritual warfare, when it comes to casting out demons or manifestation or prayer, like we teach all of that stuff by itself, but right. your identity, I think will naturally produce a lot of those things to know who you are and, and where you stand with all creation, you know, yeah. and that's in Christ. It's not, I don't yeah. think it's outside of Christ, but that that's in Christ. And so that's huge for us to be able to teach that to people, because if you don't know who you are, you will yeah. allow other people to tell you who you are or you operate as a chameleon and you just kind of transfer to you. You turn into the people that you're hanging around and, right. uh, and, and you never find that foundation of who you really are beyond um, your persona or your identities in, yeah. in the things of the world or whatever you reflect of who you are deep down in your soul. And that's huge. That's who we are. We're seated with Christ. You know mm. we're loved with an everlasting love, and, and and knowing those things that that are the fuel to our faith, and it's huge teaching identity yeah. for sure. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so that's
0: been that's been my focus lately. Mm. So it's good stuff. Well, hey, bro, I don't I don't want to take any more of your time up, but man, it's been fun to jump on yes sir <laughs> I, didn't know yeah, man. I, I tried long. to
1: send out those links a while ago i was like if anybody sees it man maybe they'll, they'll jump on but yeah man you just <laughs> missed her man shoot <laughs> yeah yeah So awesome bro We'll Next cool look, yeah we'll definitely
0: uh we'll get a full episode sometime so appreciate sure. it bro all, all right all martin
1: right. be blessed bro thank you all right um if anybody else has any questions hit me up i see uh i'm gonna go back to some of these um someone um says do you believe that creatures or beings send messages through through numbers yeah i mean the who or the what is a really interesting discussion who or what is sending it you know is it god is it the holy spirit is it jesus who is sending is it the angels um is it the elementals they're one they're all one you know hero israel the lord is one all of these things are one and uh and they they work together so definitely I, I believe that um numbers communicate um not just numbers it's 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 god trying to get your attention it trying to let you know to wake up in the dream you're to be lucid in the dream to know that you're being watched, to know that, hey, I hear your prayers. Like there's a lot of things and it it is numbers and and the angels kind of, the angels or the demons or whatever elementals, they are God's hands on the earth. God doesn't leave his throne and let me arrange these numbers. Like an angel will move and and, an angel will get your attention or the wind blows and you look over there and you see that billboard that coincided with that, song on the radio and that thought in your head at the same time or you keep seeing 333 11 11 every time that you look at the the clocks or whatever so these things are orchestrated you know by the author and finisher of your faith and he he authors all of it he's not the author of confusion but in the midst of all of it um everything is orchestrated to get your attention but the angels do that for sure the angels the beings what kind of angels Again, that word just means messenger. So there is no like angel. Angel is not a thing. Angel is a messenger. When you have the Seraphim, you have the Raphaim, you have the Malachim, you have the four living creatures, you have evil angels, you know, you have evil spirits, unclean spirits, disembodied spirit. You got so much out there that are in the etheric realms and, uh, and they all carry messages. They all carry messages. They move things. They shift things. They align things up for you as servants of the Most High Creator. So with that being said, I see a lot of beautiful uh, comments here and and discussion in the chat. So, man, shout out to you, beautiful people. Uh, Thanks for coming on, hanging out with me. Uh, We do got some cool... webinars coming up with the Mystic Circle. D Wallace, the mom from E.T. That is so crazy. I've had her on the podcast. We had an amazing talk. I got to talk to the mom from E.T. about aliens. What is this? What's going on? I'm lucid in the dream. I'm lucid in the dream. For me, that's something, you know, that uh rings true, man. When he was a little kid in the magic of steven spielberg movies you know and and i got to talk to her not only talk to her we're working with her in a webinar at the mystic circle so you can sign up today and get a seven day free trial check it out i just produced a documentary on demons or we talk about the nephilim what are demons where they came from possession magical sigils how demons want to get access to your life and your mind and your body and use you as a host we talk about all of that stuff in detail You can watch that at TheMysticCircle.net. It is exclusive to members of that platform. And it took me a long time to produce that, to write it. And it's like, it's good. Like, we stepped it up. It looks like something that could be on Netflix or Gaia or something like that. And, you know, we hired a uh, professional voice actor. And that guy sounds like somebody off of Ancient Aliens, like off of History Channel. It was just really good. And I want to do more. So we're going to do original programming and interviews and uh, we got a new podcast coming out called the Mystic Circle podcast, which is going to be good. It's going to be a roundtable. We've been talking about it for a while, but we just got to go ahead and do the first episode and see what that's going to look and feel like. But that's there. Uh, I'm excited to have D. Wallace on Friday night. Um, And for those of you who aren't able to catch it Friday night, it will be in the archives there. Um, the following month, we're going to have Jill Matson on. And she is, listen, I love that lady. I love her work, uh, her spirit, man. Her, I've had her on the podcast twice. Um, when you listen to her speak, man, she is just an uh, amazing powerhouse. But with this level of humility um, that is so amazing. And, and she really believes what, and she's well-studied. Like, well-studied in the mystery schools. Well-studied and not just studied, but she she experiences this stuff. She teaches it. She leads these classes with sound healing. She'll be on next month, and you'll get access to that, too. TheMysticCircle.net. It is a social media platform. It is kind of like Facebook without the censorship for mystics just like you. Find the others. Love you guys. With that, I'm going to say peace and shalom. We're going to see you very soon. De- Deb Casey says, Who? Jill Matson. Jill Matson. M-A-T-T-S-O-N. I've had her on twice. Really good stuff. But she's gonna be doing the webinar next month. Shalom, everybody. We'll do it again real soon. Peace. Your will. so much higher than mine. So much higher than mine. Your will. so much. That does it for this episode, folks. To hear more episodes of the Truth Seeker podcast, head over to truthseeker.com. And if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truthseeker. What up, everybody? I see Chris Garner's waving in the chat. I just want to give a shout out to him. I haven't talked to you in a while, brother. Good to see you on. Um, Remember when there was some stuff going on with Corey Good and David Wilcock and Gaia and there was some weird stuff going on and they were going to pull back. Remember I told you they were going to start their own Gaia? Remember I told you they were going to start their own network and you didn't believe me? Look what they're doing, starting their own network. You better listen to me when I speak, man. Love you, brother. Good to see you.